Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Leadership Shop Podcast. I'm James, your guide and the keeper of leadership tidbits selected just for you. Give this one a try. Distribute work and responsibilities efficiently and fairly. Distributing assignments efficiently is a science in its own right and the adaptive leader does it well. Being sure that the right people are assigned to the right tasks is where it starts. It goes on to include being sure things are done in the right order, at the right time. The science of efficiency expands out to include avoiding bottlenecks, eliminating any loss of resources and materials, preventing errors and having to do things over again, and getting continuous feedback from customers. Achieving and maintaining efficiency is quite complex. For adaptive leaders, though, there is an underlying dimension that they emphasize at least as much as maximizing the efficient conversion of resources into programs and services that are fully responsive to the needs and interests of customers. The skilled, adaptive leader does not take advantage of anyone. There are obvious and not so obvious ways people are taken advantage of and he avoids them all. The most blatant abuse happens when a good team member has more and more work piled on top of work that was piled on yesterday. Another version of the same kind of abuse happens when work is given to someone just because the leader is not going to get any hassle or flag. Some people have positive attitudes and just do not say, no, when asked to do something. They are simply too nice for their own good. He understands that even his best workhorse can be run too fast or pushed too hard. The best of them needs a good measure of oats and some time in the barn now and then. Two other areas of unfairness and abuse are also worth noting. First, tolerating anyone's not doing what is expected or doing less than is expected is unfair to others on the team. Letting shirkers get away with it does nothing but shift the burden unfairly onto others. Second, assuming that everyone is equally efficient is wrong. This is particularly unfair to those who are unusually efficient. The exceptional few can routinely do a two-hour job in an hour and a half. Do you then expect them to do more work in the extra half hour? The adaptive leader does not think so. He will discuss options with them. But the choice is this. He certainly would not increase the load just because someone is especially efficient and hard-working. There is a further but hidden area of unfairness that even the most skilled and sensitive leader can overlook if he is not very attentive. People should not be expected to do things they do not know how to do or do not know how to do well. The solution here is fairly simple. Identify individuals who do know how to do what is expected and add them to the team. For the adaptive leader, there is an even better solution. Train people who are already on the team to do the job, to do it well. They are already on board, already committed to the mission, already vested in the team's success. He knows that it is always better to invest in those who are already on your team than to take a chance on newcomers. The Johnny-come-lately likely will do fine, but the adaptive leader is committed to sticking with the horses that got him there, 
whenever he can. Defer to others when they are more knowledgeable, skilled, or competent. None but a certifiable power junkie would go with his own ideas and skills when someone more competent is readily available. Nonetheless, power junkies are more prevalent than you might think. You can find them mostly in the middle ranks but rarely at the top. Leaders do not get there by ignoring or overlooking expertise in others and especially not in people whose knowledge, skills, and resources can increase their chances for success. Skilled leaders take full advantage of whatever may give them the winning edge. The adaptive leader's reason for deferring to the expertise of others goes a little farther, though. He truly values differing styles and opinions. Each person on the team has know-how, skills, and resources that are unlike those of anyone else. They all have their special areas of expertise. They also have their individual approaches, ways of thinking, and perspectives. This gives fullness and flavor to the team. Not to take advantage of this richness would be like ignoring the matador when he suggests that you let him handle the bull this time. Deal with problems before they become crises. You already know that the adaptive leader has an organized mind and an uncanny ability to see problems before they are problems, opportunities before anyone else knows that an opportunity is at hand. There is a value-added benefit of having a skilled, adaptive leader that you may not know about. He deals with problems and issues as soon as he becomes aware of them. It is part of his do today is business today approach to everything. It also makes it easier for him to have an organized mind. The less there is to keep track of, the easier it is to keep it organized. You know about how hectic things are the day after vacation. Stuff has not gotten done and work is backed up. Did you know that there are people whose days are like that all the time? Sure, it may be due to having impossible jobs where they are always behind. That is a different matter that they need to deal with. More typically, though, the problem is caused by not doing today's business today, even though the opportunity is there to do it. They do the routine things but set the more difficult or unpleasant tasks aside. They want to think about it, will get back to it later, or do not feel like they have enough information. The adaptive leader has learned that most all of these tasks are five minutes or less activities and require a decision or response to a problem or issue. It is not that he does not have the time. He is avoiding action. His rule here is simple. First, delegate. Pass the problem or issue along to the person who has the needed information and the responsibility for the outcome. Please take care of this. Let me know by next Tuesday how you handled it. Second, if you cannot delegate, the rule is handle it now. Make the best decision you can, based on what you know right now. Trust your experience, your instincts, your well-tested judgment. Third, if you cannot delegate and are not prepared to act, the rule is to trash it. A lot of unnecessary work is appropriately avoided by this simple step. Less than 5% of the non-routine tasks outlive the previous three rules. This is, at least, much more manageable. The adaptive leader's rule for this 5% is
If you cannot finish it today, assign someone to work on it with you. That person is responsible for developing a completion schedule, getting the needed information together, and bringing a recommendation to you. When the recommendation comes back, start with the first rule and run the steps again. The most likely outcome is that you accept the recommendation and delegate the task to the person who has been working on the problem or issue. However you handle it, today's business has been done today 